1460 KXNO's Thirsty Thursday continues now as we head north to Whiskey River and Ankeny for the Cyclone Fanatic radio show powered by Mechdyne. Now, here are your hosts, Jared Stansberry, Brent Bloom, and Chris Williams. Yo, welcome to another edition of the Mechdyne-powered Cyclone Fanatic radio show. Jared Stansberry here at Whiskey River in Ankeny. No Brent Bloom this week. He is in the beautiful city of Oklahoma City preparing for the Big 12 Women's Basketball Tournament. Chris Williams is here. I'm sure he'll hop in at, at some point later on in the show. So you know what that means. We've gone to the bullpen. The grizzled veteran, Rob Gray. You're like the Mariano Rivera of in, in his prime of our of, of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show. I feel like I'm the uh, twice-reclaimed uh, left-handed middle reliever Okay. That uh, the loogie. puts together the big season every now and then. When you need that push, when you need that push, just uh, over, over, over the cliff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In in an important season. So so here I am. Doesn't quite throw the heat anymore. Back on the mic. No. But he's always throwing strikes. I I, I would have torn my rotator cuff at some point. There's yeah. No question about that. Maybe two John, Tommy John surgeries yeah, could later. Could have been. Could have so, been. And every time that they sign him, they say, "Well, they they went and signed Rob Gray." Yep. Maybe two. Tommy John's surgery is too late, but he's here. He continues to throw strikes and continues to get outs, and that's why people keep bringing him back for the stretch run. You're darn right. And that's why you are here tonight to talk some Iowa State hoops on the Mechdyne-powered Cyclone Fanatic radio show. Come on out hang out with us here at Whiskey River in Ankeny. It, anybody who was out here for our recruiting party last week, by the way, if you were out here, thank you for coming. It was a heck of a time. Uh, it was. As always, the special guests delivered I don't, I don't think you can expect anything from less from that group of guys but uh thanks for that come hang out with us out here uh there is a basketball game involving the state of iowa on the television right now so you can come on out and have a few beers eat some dinner and and, and enjoy that game we did not enjoy our game last night rob gray oh no no and obviously nor did uh, any cyclone fans it was no. a uh, twitter was a was a hellscape it was kind of like uh it's like it's it's always a cesspool and it might have gotten even worse it's like it's like mad max that this you know the the scenario there you know in electronics terms but but worse yeah you know i and you know for good reason i mean this team set a standard you know crisp passing the ball movement seemingly the selfless play the way guys seem to care and to see a complete 180 and to see that defense break down the way that it did in the first half, and I mean, it, it just didn't seem like they had any fight. Now they certainly came and played an okay second half, cut it to what twelve a couple times, mm-hmm. but West Virginia continued to to make shots and and get good looks. I mean, some of that, you know, as Kirk Holland will say, is you know, two, for what that one guy had went five of started out five of five from three. Other guys were hitting them late in the shot clock after offensive rebounds. It was like a culmination of all the worst things that have happened in the last what six seven weeks uh encapsulated in one game against the league's worst team and getting uh you know utterly dominated by that team yeah and it, you know you kept thinking that maybe they want it's like they were wanting to make a run to get themselves back and i mean they got within 10 like there were there were points in the game where it really felt like a game still but you mentioned it they'd get they'd get within 10 and then almost immediately, that it, that would happen. Or they, maybe they'd foul somebody, yep. and they get an and one, or like they'd come down and hit a three to cut it to ten, and then boom, right back 
somebody gets loose and Jordan McCabe hits a three pointer, or yeah. uh, you know, or the Culver kid gets an and one, yep. or he gets they get two offensive rebounds mm-hmm. and <laughs> are able fouled. to finish yeah. it underneath the rim, and it just it was. Yeah, I think that you put that well. It encapsulated a lot of the problems that they've had in recent weeks. And how how long do we want to go before we address the elephant in the room with that situation? Yeah, yeah. Apparently everything coming to a head um, in a practice where, you know, we all know what the rumors were. Something was on our board, other boards. uh None of us, unless we were there, know exactly what yeah. went down. But, but Coach Prom uh, clearly told the reporters there, Travis Hines of the Ames Tribune and, and Randy Peterson on site there in Morgantown, that that yeah, there was there was a heated stuff going on, uh, you know, and uh, you know, at this point in the season, as 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 you and others have said. That's the type of stuff you hope is getting out of the way, not yeah. that it's happening, you know, one week outside of your first game in the Big 12 tournament. Well, and I think Chris made a good point, too, last night on his Instant Reaction podcast that, you know, if this happens in October, you know, maybe even November after the first couple even games January. or something, even January, yeah. you, you know, it's one thing. And you're like, okay, at least now – you're seeing somebody step up and just kind of take control of something. Mm-hmm. But it's when it's March 6th, and you've gone through this entire season, and it almost makes you wonder, and and I think that this is a, a valid question, how, you know, you somebody that was there can say, oh, it was a tough practice, all this kind of stuff. How much of this is from one practice? You know, like how much of this stuff can you really attribute to, oh, it – Tensions boiled over in one practice because of some physicality. Like, I find that hard to believe, well, that it's not a lot of things building up over time to where then they have this physical practice, and it's like everything that is built up in all this time all of a sudden just boils over, and then that's how you end up, that's how you end up where it doesn't just, it, it doesn't just last in one practice. Like, yeah. it, it goes through to two days later yep. where you see Michael Jacobson trying to get Taylor Horton Tucker into a huddle and they end up basically nose to nose with each other having to be pushed apart by their teammates. Yeah, yeah. I, the, another unhappy culmination for Cyclone fans. You're right. The, the frustrations had to have been building. Uh, clearly some there, there's got to be some dissension there. See, and what's... And, and that's very troubling because we know how hard coach prom and his staff works to try to create that selflessness to try to create that thing where you're playing for the other guy i mean coach Coach hoiberg talked about it all the time every coach tries to cultivate that and coach prom seemed to be good at doing that i mean last season outlier just outman team injuries late and all that we knew it was going to be uphill last year but this team shows flashes of being the type of team they write about in sports illustrated is this is a team to fear in march to just a few weeks ago, in studio at ESPN, there 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 are people like Seth Greenberg or or, or, or Jay Williams saying Iowa State that's a team to beat in this league. Uh, you know, I didn't say it, more like a month ago, mm-hmm. but and 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 to see that all unravel and to unravel in such a, I mean, really, it's a spectacular fashion. Oh yeah, it's unraveled. complete meltdown. And and. and you usually do not see that trend reversed. That's, I think, what's so disconcerting. I think that's why so much of 
uh, Cyclone Nation on Twitter really melted down. I mean, plus to see that perform. I mean, West Virginia hasn't blown anybody out all year, as far as I no. know. Uh, I mean, even wins, Kansas was right there with yeah, them. Yeah, the wins the they've had, they're, they're, the teams are right there. And you just got absolutely flattened by them. And, and you know, that it's it's understandable, the frustration. Now, again, like uh, another good point Chris made at the end of his instant reaction podcast is, uh, you know, don't call out players, don't at players, don't do it. You know, A, it doesn't do any good, mm-hmm. and B, it's just, I guess, I Hashtag love tweets. It's not a. It's not a, not a nice thing. You to came do. through with the love tweets last night. <laughs> I Put had, everything back in perspective I, for us. I felt I would find the one bright side, and just the, of what's going on in Southland yeah. athletics right now. And just I think I found one that. too. Did you see my my tweet? It could always be worse. Oh yes, yes, yeah. And, and that, that's true. Things can always be better. They can always be worse. Let's let's hope that 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 in this case. We've seen the worst, and in fact, things can get better. But again, how many times have you seen that happen? Yeah. It's not that it's unprecedented, but uh, the odds would seemingly be uh, uh, squarely stacked uh, to the Cyclones' disfavor, unfortunately. And I was going to ask you, too, I think the thing with Jacobson is interesting because you look at it from one angle where, like, by no means was it a good look for that to happen. But you almost, you, I, I was almost a little bit encouraged by the fact that you're finally seeing someone have that fire to hold somebody accountable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody saying, you know, do this. Don't, don't just like go through the motions mm-hmm. of something. Like do it right now. And, and you wonder how much credibility a guy like that can have in that scenario just because of the fact that it's not like Mike has been playing at a super stellar level as of late, you know? And I almost wonder if that's maybe part of what the dis yeah, the part of what some of the problem was in that moment where Taylor kind of came back at him and I'm not going to say that's what happened obviously I wasn't in the middle of the yeah. scrum, but it's like you wonder how much credibility he can have in a situation like that after how long this season has gone this is why i think you want this to happen in in the yeah. off season because at that point nobody can say like okay you're you don't tell me what to do because you're not doing your job at a very high level either yeah. and and it, that that's what really worries me about this situation is that there's so many ways for something like that where i think someone's had the best intentions at heart out of it but at the same time, if somebody's not taking it that way, they can try and turn it back on them, you know. Yep. And that's what that's what worries me. I mean, all of it worries me, but that that especially worries me as well. Absolutely. Well, as Coach Campbell said, and I like to ask him about, and he likes to write about, and uh, certainly based on a on a book, ego is the enemy. And uh, there seem to be clashes of egos. There are always going to be clashes of egos in any organization. Um, it just seems to be that, you know, related to what you're talking about. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you're going to get on me for this, but yet you did this or you didn't do this. Or you know what I mean? There, I don't know. I don't know, you know, what can be done. I don't know if there's anybody who can come in and, and, and kind of um, heal those, you know, frayed connections. But somebody's got to do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that 
you know, it's somebody like Muriel Shayok. Yeah. I think he came here not just to he improved his game immensely. I mean, he improved his his pro potential immensely in that off season and this season based on the results he's put up in terms of numbers. But he wanted to come and win too. And um, you know, one guy can't do everything, but maybe one guy can help set in motion something that that uh, that heals whatever's ailing them. And again, we don't know exactly, but uh, you know, he seems to be a, generally a pretty calm, cool, collected guy. Um, hoping that a he can get back on the court soon. But they say need that production, and, and, and I like his defensive effort. Probably the most consistent defender in my eyes on the team and it, but it, it's all you know it's unfortunately doom and gloom is all we can talk about right now given yeah. you know the, the way the season has trended so inexplicably it's time for a quick word from our friends at carl chevrolet this saturday march 9th will be they'll be holding their one price sale from 7 a.m to 6 p.m there's only one original one day one price sale 107 27th one day one price sale on march 9th at both Carl Chevrolet locations, that's Carl Chevrolet at Stewart and Carl Chevrolet at The Rock in Ankeny. This will be their record-breaking 127th one-price sale. Carl Chevrolet and Carl Chevrolet at Stewart are having their sale on the same day to better serve Iowans no matter where you live. They'll be geared up and ready to take care of you and get you the best deal this Saturday. All vehicles on the lot are tagged with one low price, over 2,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. As you come into the dealership, they will valet your car so you don't have to find a place to park. They'll have over 20 dealers slash wholesalers that are top rated and have been handpicked because of their expertise to get you the best possible price on your current trade towards a new Carl Chevrolet or certified pre-owned vehicle. And if you're in Stewart, they're going to be able to work with all of your wholesalers in Ankeny on your trade-in. They have extra staff on hand the entire day from valet, finance, detail, sales, accessories, etc. to make the process as easy on the consumer as possible to get into their new car. They have up to 23% off new Chevrolet models or many models that qualify for 0% for 72 plus months. 72 months plus bonus cash for qualified buyers. That's Carl Chevrolet in Ankeny. Exit 90, I-35 at The Rock and Carl Chevrolet of Stewart. I know you're going to be on the road this weekend, you, so you can't stop down at Carl Chevrolet, but maybe I'll stop down there and see if I can look in to get you a, a new, uh, what, what's the one you like? The Volt. The, the Volt. Volt, yeah, the Volt, yeah. Volt, even a Volt, yeah. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to work that. a deal for you. I appreciate that. I'm not going to I'm well, not gonna pay for it, but you'll, you'll well, have to yeah. come back and do that. But, but you, you, you can, you know, engage in some negotiations. Yeah, I'll be the middleman. I'll say yeah. I'm Rob Gray's, I'm Rob Gray's guy. Yeah, I'm I'm Rob's car guy. <laughs> That's why I'm here, uh, serving here, as a liaison. Yeah, a, a liaison. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. While you're in the uh, the beautiful and safe city of Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, uh, extremely. Yeah, big big volleyball tournament uh, for my daughter in the uh, AVBA uh, Maroon Hawks uh, Saturday and Sunday. I'm sure you will stay very safe. I I believe in your safety. I know that you are a good protector of people as well. Well, I'm I'm, I'm I do my best. Um, <laughs> but uh, I yeah. can just hear the hear the worry in your voice. Well, I, all I'm all, I, all I'm worried about is volleyball right now. <laughs> teams from Chicago, Milwaukee area, 
uh, some other Wisconsin. Two cities. more very safe cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful cities. Though. Yeah, of, I can. I've, I've had lots of fun in both those cities. Um, so we'll see how much fun I have in Rockford. <laughs> All right, we'll see if we can get Chris Williams in here to to talk for a few minutes. When we come back, you're listening to the Mechdyne powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show on Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams saying thank you to Mechdyne. Who is Mechdyne? I was asking the same thing just a couple of months ago, and then I met some people who work for this fantastic company that is based out of Marshalltown. It was started by Iowa State graduates who are now hardcore Cyclone fanatics over 22 years ago. Mechdyne is not only the premier audiovisual and IT service provider in central Iowa, but also around the globe doing business in six of seven continents. They'll bring that global expertise along with local support to help you implement AV technology for conference rooms, classrooms, auditoriums, sports venues, or really just about anywhere you want technology that actually works the way you want it to. So check them out today at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. For the second straight year, Whiskey River, located in Ankeny's Prairie Trail District, is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show for the Iowa State Athletic season. Whether it's a Saturday night out with the bros or lunch with the family, Whiskey River and Ankeny's great food, drinks, and friendly service makes it the perfect spot for any occasion. Whiskey River's wall-to-wall TVs make it the perfect place to watch football, baseball, and every sport in between. Plus, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff to talk Cyclone sports on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Now, as you all have come to expect over the years, Nebraska Furniture Mart is known for their great prices, awesome leadership, impressive selection when it comes to you know appliances, electronics, flooring, window treatments, of course, countertops as well. Well, now they've taken it a step further, offering the whole home solution, and they've got a full line of custom cabinetry. Come out to their store in Clyde. Meet the design sales staff to get you that new updated kitchen that you've been looking for. The staff will help you through the entire project from flooring to the cabinets, Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive, your kitchen and bath remodel headquarters. It's time to find new roads during our 127th one-day, one-price sale this Saturday, March 9th at both Carl Chevrolet locations. Carl Chevrolet is the home of the original one-day, one-price sale. With over 16,000 vehicles sold from this sale, the experience and savings you receive can never be duplicated. Our inventory is unmatched. Our buyers are top-rated and hand-picked to offer the most for your trade. And we're organized with our customers in mind to create the best car buying experience anywhere. Don't miss the biggest one-day sale at both Carl Chevrolet locations. Remember, the sale starts this Saturday and ends this Saturday. One day only at Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90 in Ankeny at The Rock, or Carl Chevrolet of Stewart, I-80, exit 93 in Stewart, Iowa. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. The job world is a competitive place, and at all times, you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview 
wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. This is Dr. Peter Buck, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For the past 25 years, I've had the privilege of providing care to Cyclone Nation varsity athletes on the sidelines and courtside. The physicians of Iowa State McFarland Sports Medicine are the official team physicians for ISU athletes. My colleagues, Dr. Greenwald, Dr. Warmy, and I specialize in orthopedic care for athletes of all ages and levels. Need a sports injury evaluation? Find out more at McFarland Sports Medicine or call 515-239-4475. Hey guys, it's Williams. We'll get you back to your podcast here momentarily, but it's wanted to talk to you about eye care, of course, today. And my friends at Ames and Des Moines Eye Care, they meet your whole family's vision needs. And they did that to me about a year ago where I got in and had my first eye exam since my childhood. Dr. Kruger was like, what are you doing, man? You got to come in and get your eyes checked more often. And I'm glad that I did. They found some stuff. They got me these designer glasses that I wear when I work now, when I'm creating content for you at psychbonefanatic.com. It has decreased my headaches incredibly. Uh, It's been fantastic. I I didn't even know half the stuff that Dr. Kruger was telling me about. And I'm assuming if you're a middle-aged guy like me, you're probably in the same boat. Get in there to Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Personalized eye care, designer eyewear. They've got same day, same week appointments, and they are really good people. And they help support us here at CycloneFanatic.com, the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. It's Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here to tell you a little bit about me away from the microphone, and that's the love that I have for my daughter, which is why every year in August I head to the Iowa Clinic Men's Center to get my annual physical. Now, I'm only 33, and luckily I'm a healthy man, but this is all about preventative medicine. My daughter relies on me, and I want to be there to watch her in t-ball games, dance recitals, and God willing, be there to walk her down the aisle. Small decisions that we make today greatly impact our future. My friends at the Iowa Clinic Men's Center are here to help. Visit them at iowaclinic.com to find a doctor near you, which shouldn't be hard, as the Iowa Clinic Men's Center has locations all over the metro. Welcome back to the Mechdyne Powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. Live from Whiskey River in Ankeny, we're watching a barn burner of a lacrosse match here on ESPN. Rob was supposed to get the Iowa game one. We'll see if we'll see if Rob can deliver. And instead we're watching he he probably is a I think Rob's a big Loyola of Maryland fan. Uh number three Loyola taking on number Rob is six type Duke of dude today on Love Lacrosse. Yeah, he he would. Because it's because it's not really an American sport. <laughs> Rob would was rather it live in, in America? I don't know. But Rob would rather live in Europe anyways. Am I wrong? I love Europe. Yeah, he loves Europe. Yeah. So my point is he's probably like, yeah, well, soccer, lacrosse, let's do it. Okay. Well, I like how we're having a conversation with Rob. He doesn't even have a microphone. But, yeah, th- see, there you go. Really? I told you. Easy E, my main man, back at the studio. All right, good job, buddy. I, I take it all back. It's a more American sport than, man, uh, I, don't know. I, I don't know. Actually, yeah. What? No, that's Basketball not, is basketball's in America. Well, it's been invented in Massachusetts. Canadians are basically Americans. Well, let's okay. N- no, that's that's not very accurate. They are they're North Americans. Yeah, that's what I that's why I was getting at. So so are Mexicans though, and in that, in that yeah, they're, we're all Americans. 
All right. Well, let's let's talk about the Big Twelve. Okay. Um, Do we have to? Well, what what would you rather talk about? It's your show. This is your baby. Well, I I'm saying it off if to you. you're I'm saying if you're sitting here, and what you're, did you what, put together for have the to? rundown? Today? Do we have to? <laughs> I'm... This is what's on the rundown. Okay. What do we? What do you want? What do you want from me? All right. Bring it. I I'll, want your. I'll give you answers. I want your perspective on something. Somebody All asked right. me a question on yesterday, I guess, before I, Iowa State's game. Okay. About Kansas. Yep. Is or was Kansas's streak impressive? Or was it embarrassing for the other teams in the Big Twelve? What should it? What does or does it just toe the line? What can it just be both? I guess it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the uh, when they moved to that ten-team league. Yeah. I think that that breeds the best team actually winning it. See, and here's the, year. here's the thing that was argued to me is that it should be em- embarrassing because of if Kansas was out winning national championships every year, like that's one thing. That's clearly like Kansas is one of the best teams in the in the country every year. But then when you think about the fact the loss to Bucknell, the loss to VCU, the loss to Northern Iowa, like all those kinds of things, where Kansas is getting knocked out of the tournament early a lot of times, and yet they still won the league every year. That's but where I, I was like, okay, I kind of can get that. But I, but I would make the argument back to that, that the NCAA tournament is a terrible way to find the best team yeah. in college basketball. The best team rarely wins the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Like it, I mean, it's just conducive to upsets, and that's why people love it. So I, I think that I think it's a lot more embarrassing. Go back to the Atlanta Braves winning 10 straight division titles in best of seven series and only getting one world series out of that yeah the nle should be embarrassed because they let that team that i i do you see where i'm going like no yeah i get it yeah the tournament is like it drives me nuts every year because the best team doesn't the best team usually doesn't win Mm -hmm. and i like loyola was not one of the four best teams in college basketball last year no but they made the final four and it was a great story UMBC probably wasn't it. the 32 best team. Hell in no, they basketball. weren't. But we loved the story. Yeah. And, um, but I think that if you're Iowa State and if you're Kansas State, you should be embarrassed. Yeah. That you let them win it that many times in a row. I think it can be both. Man, but I, I, but I also I do believe that even schedules. Yeah. It, you have a much better chance of getting the best team to win. Now it wasn't always like that when Kansas started their streak. There was the 12 team uneven schedule for a while. And that I mean, almost all of those years they split. Correct. You know, I mean, they split with Texas a couple times. I so, think they split with Oklahoma a couple so times. You're looking at Kansas with the best home court advantage. Sorry, Iowa State, and generally the best coach. Yeah. They do the best recruiting. Yeah. They had the best facilities. They should win it every year, and to them that make to me that makes it really impressive. However, if I'm, can I drop something on you? Absolutely. I think that the way that this Kansas team played this year, I think that's an indictment on their coach. I think that should be a knock on his record. Okay. That team was too talented for them to have performed the way that they did in Are you factoring in injuries and the not it, getting the guy eligible and all that? Do you factor that in? I, I still think that that team was really dang talented. I mean, Quentin Grimes was a top ten recruit. Devon Dotson, I guess, wasn't. But Diedrich Lawson is arguably – an All-American. Uh, there's been a lot of guys, though, that did not pan out 
the way that they should have. Charlie Moore, he was a McDonald's All-American. He has been that's fine. terrible for them. I think you can put a knock on self. I think that's fair. I mean, but, like, how big of a knock is it? Yeah. I mean, the guy's... I think it's almost like you The could guy's put, got 25 years of track record. I think you could put a similar knock on him to the... And this is... <laughs> it's all relative to the way it was with Prone last year, where it's like he had to completely rework that entire team. And, I mean, this team's completely different than the one that they had to play with last year, you know? And it, it just goes to show that I think a lot of times you see those freshmen that come in and play for him. How many of those guys really were great as freshmen, even the one-and-done guys? I mean, Andrew Wiggins wasn't spectacular. He was fine. Yeah, he, he was okay. Joel uh, Embiid, is, oh, Embiid was, was good. was the best. I but he think. got hurt, you know. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jackson was fine. Uh, Kelly Oubre was fine. I mean, like they're all they're all these top five and recruits like and stuff Diallo like that. And yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot more guys like that. And it's but the guys that you think about from the Bill Self era are the Mason, ones that are there for, for several years. You know, the Sharon Collinses, guys like that. Yeah, their version of Niang. Yeah. Uh, no, I, Perry Ellis. I think it's fair. Um, and we could peel it into why I think Iowa State's so. I think that Steve's having such a hard time right now. I think that what makes the job so difficult right now, and we all, we, you guys go back and listen to our podcast in August. We were talking about stuff like this. We knew it would be an issue, and it looked like it wasn't going to be midway through the year, and now it's rearing its ugly head. You've got all these guys who are highly touted. The problem with Iowa State's highly touted guys is they're not good enough to just go out and win on pure athletic ability and right. skill. So they have to be willing to be coached, and they have to be willing to play as a whole. Mm-hmm. So what you have is you have a bunch of young kids who think that they're pros, but they're not, and they're not wanting to play together. Yeah, And it's created a combustible situation. Here's and, the month of March. And that's what Rob and I were talking about with the Jacobson thing from last night. We said we weren't going to talk about this, but it, yeah, was, it was inevitable. Uh, the Jacobson thing from last night, I feel he's not in that category. You know, Michael Jacobson's not going to play in the NBA. No. Like, that's just that's just the way that it is. He's pissed off because he thinks that these kids are ruining exactly. his opportunity at the highest level of basketball for him. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you see him get mad. But then I think that you see those guys try and come back at him, and they're like, who are you to tell me what to do? Yeah, you're this guy who couldn't cut it at Nebraska, and now you're And you know who that, like, at the end of the day, you know who that's on? That's got to be on Coach Prime. Yeah. And, and, like, the fact that you aren't, weren't able to rein that in earlier to where now it's become, it's like you hard, said, combustible. Yeah, it's a, all the parts, it's difficult. Yeah. And, I mean, clearly it's not. Here we are at, what, March 7th now? Yeah. I've said March 6th, I think, 45 times in the last 48 hours, or in the last 24 hours. But, yeah, I mean, it is a, it's a deal, and and I don't really think that there's an answer at this point. I mean, if they win, I said this on my show earlier today, if they win another game this year, I'll be surprised. I will, too. I'm not anticipating a very long, <laughs> a long run here over the next couple weeks. I mean, if, you know... On one hand, maybe it took this to for them to be like, all right, our way isn't working, you know? 
And yeah, but I almost feel like that should have been after the Baylor game. Or I mean, we're getting really late into this. Thing yeah, to just flip a switch. You almost wish they would have faced more adversity in like November. You know. Yeah. the The death of this team was Lindell getting hurt. Yeah. Because him coming off the bench, Steve should have started him earlier. Like I, I just. Just for the sake of the... Just to please him. Sometimes, yeah. like, yeah. if you ever manage people, or you have a kid, or, like, sometimes you have to make people think that you're giving them what they want, even though... Yeah. Just, to, you have to play with their... You just have to do it. It's not always the best. I mean, you you have to, like, manage in a way where... You play to people's egos, and you play to people's mm-hmm. because that's how you eventually will get the most out of them. And I feel like the Lindell thing, and I don't. And this is where it was hard for him, and I don't blame him for it. They were playing really well with him off the bench. Yeah. So in his the, mind, you're saying from Steve's standpoint, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was a difficult deal. Like yeah. I'm not going to kill Steve for that. Well, and as well as the with, team was playing in general. Yeah, but with hindsight, probably should have just given him his starting spot because. Tyrese Halliburton wasn't going to complain coming off the bench yeah. when Lindell came back. What if he hadn't come back after last year? Well, I mean, he did, and it's like that's – I'm just saying, how do you think that that would have – I don't know. That's tough. I, I think – I mean, I – his defense has been ferocious just oh, yeah. in the last few games. Yeah. I still think he's playing one he's one of the best players on the team right now, which is saying yeah. something. I think that it it's tough because you think back like, to that way. Say that. Look at Nick Lyler Babb's defense last night. Yeah. He's also hurt. I understand that, but Yeah. It's not like I'm getting this vibe from Nick that he's no. diving for loose balls Absolutely and not. like really leading out there. Yeah. I'm just saying I think a lot of stuff I think a lot of fans are trying to throw darts at certain individuals. This is a team deal, man. I think there's one dude out there who I think is busting his ass. And that's Jacobs. Yeah. And maybe and, and I think he's too. just too physically limited. Yeah. Oh yeah. For, he, to make that he's big an of undersized a five and he doesn't have much athleticism. Right. Like, the only reason that kid's got to where he's at is because he's gritty. Yeah. Yeah, I think Shayok is too. Yeah. And I mean, I, you got to be gritty to play in play think, Virginia. I don't know. Halliburton is a kid who it's hard to come down on because I think that he get, but he's regressed, and I think Lindell has a lot to do with that. Yeah. And I don't think Horton Tucker is a bad guy. No. Like, that's the only thing that surprised me about the deal last night, Jared, was that Horton Tucker was on the receiving end of it. That was... Odd to me too. Yeah, I, we've never seen that from him. If it would have been, he plays hard. Yeah, yeah. And I think the thing is, like, they just got those two guys that are so ball dominant. Like mm. they have to have the basketball in their hands to do something. Yeah. And it just, it's, it, it's really volatile. Where it, I think things can just go south so fast, you know. And totally. you got to have them on the court at the same time because they're two of your most talented players. But it's just it when the, I feel like when those two guys are out there together, you just end up seeing a lot of guys just doing a lot of standing around, you know. 
and a lot of just standing and watching them dribble the basketball. I, I, I think it comes down to their defense, ultimately, though. Yeah. And here's this is the problem, and this is probably more of an off-season conversation to have. But if you're going to play four guards the way that they do, which I'm fine with, by the way, um, I just it's hard to have enough size and enough bulk and enough to play good enough defense in the Big 12 to let that be your identity if you're not really good offensively. See, and and this, this team, yeah. I know they're 10th in Kimpom. They don't like, when I watch them, I don't think, oh, that's an elite offensive team. And that's what I was just going to say is that you think back to those, some of those other teams that, that they had. Like, let's not pretend that Iowa State's been this defensive juggernaut when they've played. I mean, it's and it's not this like this is the first time that they've had to play small. Correct. You know? They played. And, that's what their M.O.'s been. And they were always getting out-rebounded. That's why Baylor's always been a tough matchup for them. But when they were so good offensively, it was – and you, you heard Fred say it all the time, well, they have to score with us too, you know? Do you see that with this team? Is there any – element of the they have to score with us too out of that no because they don't dictate tempo no even against bad teams they get west virginia took it to them last night absolutely and like that's why like i get frustrated watching this team against a team like texas or a team like tcu or baylor you you should you should be dictating the tempo or at least trying but when your defense is as bad as iowa state's has been you know, it's coming off of makes all the time, and you can't push it. Mm-hmm. And this team's just not very good in the half court. It's not what they do. And they're not – when you're playing with four guards, you're not a very good rebounding team either. Yeah. I don't know. It's – I'd be surprised if they win another game. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't disagree with you at all. And that's, that's frustrating because there was a point – when I thought they, they were going to win the Big 12. Yeah. Thought they were going to win the Big 12. I wouldn't have been surprised at all to see them in the Elite Eight. No, me either. Even the Final Four, if the if the bracket fell right. Yeah. And now, I mean, they could be a five seed or whatever. You, we, you see them as five seeds in some brackets. I think they're sevens in others. I wouldn't be shocked at all if they were. I mean, they'll be the trendy upset pick. Oh, God. I don't care who you throw in front of Iowa State. They will be the team that all the guys are picking to lose. Yeah, in the first. which honestly might even be good. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're right. It's probably a good thing. You are probably because right. I think that was good for that year when they played Nevada. They were that team. They were that team that like that season with that Nevada team that was just on fire going in. No, they, Jordan Car- just Wait, they, they played the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> just messing. Uh, and and you you saw them come out and they played really well and they were. Able to win, they came, you know, a couple possessions away from beating Purdue that year. But, all right, man. Clone Thanks. women, though. The clone women. Are you upset that you're not in Oklahoma City now? I am. I feel, uh, I texted Coach Finley earlier, and I was like, it doesn't feel right not getting on that plane with you guys today. I feel, you, you grow, when, you, when you're around a group so much, you come, especially, like, I feel like they're all, like, my, like, nieces. Mm-hmm. And you get, like, really protective over them and stuff. Yeah, what it, would what would the tie rate have been like if Bridget hadn't won oh, uh, Big Twelve Player of the bad. Year? What, where would it have it, you know, the extreme scale with the wild card game, fly, <laughs> outfield or infield fly, being There's one end Ted, of the spectrum. Teddy Bridgewater knee injuries yeah, in there. Yeah, 
Like where where would it have have ranked? It would have been like a six, because I know that coach probably wouldn't want me to really completely lose my mind. Out of respect to Coach Finley and his program, I probably would have reined it in a little bit. But that one Baylor beat writer, did you see Bloom giving him the business? No. Yesterday, this one Baylor, right. this Baylor beat writer was all pissed that the Baylor girl. Kalami Brown didn't win. She's phenomenal, by the way. Like, nothing negative to say about her. The whole Baylor team is just... Have you seen them play in person? There's a reason they're the number one team in the country. God, they are good. Yeah. They are so good. It is an impressive thing to see them up close. Um, So, like... Kim Mulkey doesn't seem like a person that I would want to get on their bad side. I would have been, been out of respect to her, that young woman who deserves it as well. I wouldn't have lost my mind. But it's when the like this beat writer got involved and was like criticizing the coaches. He was criticizing Finley for doing his little she should be player of the year. You know that whole thing that mm-hmm. coach did. Yeah, yeah. In Bloom, like in Bloom fashion, quote retweets the guy with all of Bridget's accolades. I'm sure he had a fun day. But then I responded to this guy, and it was just the Donald Trump like <laughs> the the gif of Trump being like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And I think that, you know, I mean, he's from Texas, so probably fired him up a little bit. But, no, I she's so deserving. And what an amazing kid. Like, she is she's, she's an amazing young person. That whole team. It, and, by the way, don't – I said this earlier in the week on one of the pods. Quit, like, every time the women do something good – find a way to trash on the men. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Don't take away from their success just because you're pissed off about what the men are doing. Did they do that with the Lacey team? Man, I don't remember that. I feel like this is just a new thing. Well, I guess maybe because like, social media wasn't as big but at that like, point. Our but... Cyclone Fanatic feed right now could post like, oh, uh, Iowa State wrestling with five All-Americans this year. Oh, you should put Dresser into the locker room with the men's basketball team. See if it'll change. It is so annoying. Just let the teams have success, and don't bring your toxicity into everything. Like, why Why does Madison Wise having a great lockdown defensive game, what does that have to do with Nick Weiler-Babb or Taylor Horton? It has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So as a fan, like, don't take that away from Madison when somebody says something positive about the women. It just drives me nuts. They're individual teams. Everybody just wants to be mad all the time. They do. It. It is exhausting. Yeah. It yeah. is utterly ex- – and, and I'm getting to the point where I need to get back into my shrink to talk me out of, like, getting fired up. Yeah. Or just talk to Rob. I was ready to just – Matt let, I was ready to let you go right there. <laughs> no, I just – it bo- it does bother me, though, like the whole men's and women's basketball thing. Yeah. They don't have anything to do with each other. They, they, they share a building. Let let the women have success without, like, give them their props without tearing down the men. Yeah. It does I don't understand why. I don't understand why that's a thing. I mean, it's the same people probably that say, well, at least it's almost spring football. You know? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I. The women's basketball deal has been a really good thing for me. Just to get some perspective? Yeah. 
right, real student athletes. All those young women are. Don't tell the NCAA that when we go to wherever we're at for the NCAA tournament. Come on, everybody knows what's going on. Did you see the thing with Will Wade today? Yeah, I did. But like, I these these young women are studying on the road. Yeah, they're grateful for the opportunity to put on the jersey. Were they you? listen to their coach. Yeah, they they don't have, you know, like they whatever the coach says is what it, it is. It has been a such a great experience to see that side of it. Will you stump for your guy Greg when he gets subpoenaed and have to go in front of the man in front of the grand jury? Is that like so? I've seen like Creighton on the bottom line. Yeah, What's, I saw like, TCU. Jeez, Jamie Dixon's gonna have to go too. Well, I'll say this year's Okaboji trip will probably be a little bit different in July. Just imagine if uh, if they subpoenaed somebody like in the middle of a game. How phenomenal would that be? Oh, not Greg, man. I love Greg. Well, no, maybe not Greg. Sean Miller. Like <laughs> if they just went and subpoenaed Sean Miller in the middle of the NCAA tournament. Well, I guess they're not going to make the tournament. All right, Will Wade can get subpoenaed in the middle of the NCAA tournament then. That'd be that'd be phenomenal. All right, we're going to bring Rob Gray back in here. We'll talk about. Saturday's game at Hilton Coliseum between the Cyclones and the All right. Grizzled Veteran Big next. 12 co-leaders, Texas Tech Red Raiders, on the Mechdyne-powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show in Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hey, guys, it's Chris letting you know about Mechdyne IT Help Desk Services. Started by Iowa State graduates and diehard Cyclone Fanatics over 22 years ago. Mechdyne's onshore team of U.S.-based experts provide quality IT support around the clock. After hours, IT support can be hit and miss, but Mechdyne offers a lot more than just answering service during your non-core hours. You'll actually receive the same level of IT support no matter what time of day you contact them. They space out your organization's IT team from those routine support tasks so that you can focus on growing your business as a trusted consultant bringing fresh ideas and cost-effective solutions to many day-to-day headaches of routine it user support check out mechdyne.com that's m-e-c-h-d-y-n-e.com hey guys it's chris williams here to tell you about my friends at nebraska furniture martin clive now as you all have come to expect over the years nebraska furniture mart is known for their great prices, awesome leadership, impressive selection when it comes to you know appliances, electronics, flooring, window treatments, of course, countertops as well. Well, now they've taken it a step further, offering the whole home solution, and they've got a full line of custom cabinetry. Come out to their store in Clyde. Meet the design sales staff to get you that new updated kitchen that you've been looking for. The staff will help you through the entire project from flooring to the cabinets, Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive, your kitchen and bath remodel headquarters. Hi, this is Dr. Thomas Greenwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For over 25 years, I've taken care of ISU athletes and am an official team physician of Iowa State athletes. I'm a proud supporter of Cyclone Nation. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleagues Dr. Buck and Dr. Warmy and I for extraordinary sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. Hello, Fanatics. This is Chris Wood. There are few financial commitments you will make in your life that are more important than where to get your mortgage from. That's why I want to tell you about my friend Jason Larson at Gershman Mortgage in Ankeny. Here's a real review 
from a client on Facebook. Jason was amazing to work with. He kept in contact with us where we were at throughout the whole process. When we went to sign, he had coffee and donuts for us that morning. He was super kind and helpful, and we said we would refer him to anyone looking to buy a home. Now, that's just one review. Jason Larson, Gershman Mortgage, and Ankeny is an equal housing lender. Their NMLS number is 138063. Give them a call at 515-554-6177. Please tell him that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatic sent you. It's time to find new roads during our 127th One Day One Price Sale this Saturday, March 9th at both Carl Chevrolet locations. Carl Chevrolet is the home of the original One Day One Price Sale. With over 16,000 vehicles sold from this sale, the experience and savings you receive can never be duplicated. Our inventory is unmatched. Our buyers are top-rated and hand-picked to offer the most for your trade. And we're organized with our customers in mind to create the best car buying experience anywhere. Don't miss the biggest one-day sale at both Carl Chevrolet locations. Remember, the sale starts this Saturday and ends this Saturday. One day only at Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90 in Ankeny at The Rock, or Carl Chevrolet of Stewart, I-80, exit 93 in Stewart, Iowa. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. Ever since footballs were made of pigskin, there's been a connection between football and pork. Today, that connection thrives in parking lots, where you'll find everything from spicy spare ribs to bacon-wrapped pork tenderloin being served at tailgating parties. Once again, without pork, football just wouldn't be football. This message is brought to you by the Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff, who make tailgating more delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. This is Iowa Diamond President Chuck Kuba. After 20 years of serving engagement and wedding couples, I can't help but reflect back on the thousands of wonderful folks we've helped and ask myself, how can we be so lucky? Is it our incredible ring selection or the quiet private atmosphere? Then came the epiphany. Out of all the people in the world, we make you feel like you are the most important people in the world. Because at that moment, to all of us at Iowa Diamond, you are. Visit us at iowadiamond.com or in person anytime. You'll see what I mean. Yeah, we in the championship. Who's down three one? Welcome back. It's a Cyclone Fanatic yeah. Radio Show, powered by Mechdyne, Jared Stansberry, and Rob Gray at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Rob, we're about to do something special here. We had someone reach out to us a couple weeks ago, a listener and a. Uh, someone that frequents our forums, looking to give all session passes to the Big 12 tournament to a child and their dad, their parent. Um, and we took some you know, submissions from people as to why they felt that they deserved the tickets. Mm-hmm. We're going to award those right now. Uh, this is a note that Chris got from... Blair Clausen, who's nine, it's titled Cyclone Games with my dad. I'm going to try to not get emotional during this, Rob. You know I'm an emotional person. As am I. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're reading it. Yeah. Uh, this is something that's just really near and dear to my heart with some of the memories that I've shared with 
my dad going to sporting events and stuff like that in the past. But this is, like I said, Cyclone Games with my dad by Blair Claussen. Uh I am Blair. I'm nine years old, and I live in Rochester, Minnesota. I love this Iowa State Cyclones. I want to go to the basketball games in Kansas City with my dad for the Big 12 tournament. My dad had a hard year this year, and I want my dad to have fun with me at the games. My dad used to go to Iowa State games with his dad a lot. My dad and his dad had season tickets to the games, and then my grandpa got sick with cancer. When my grandpa got sick, they didn't get to go to many of the games last year. Then my dad decided he didn't think he would renew his season tickets this year, and now he is sad that he didn't. My dad really liked going to the basketball games with his dad. I've been to two Iowa State games with my dad, and I loved it. I started playing basketball this year, and I love basketball. I am going to play for the Iowa State women's team when I'm older. The tickets will go to me and my dad to go to the game because we would really like it. We would go to the games, watch the games, and make really fun memories. My dad and I watch every Iowa State game on TV together now. These tickets are very important to me because I just started playing basketball, and I love when my dad teaches me about basketball when we watch it. I hope me and my dad get the tickets. It is very nice of you to want to share the tickets with someone else. Thank you. Blair, I hope that you and your dad have so much fun in Kansas City. Well said, yeah. That is... That's really awesome. That's like one of the best parts of getting to do this job. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, one thing about reading something versus listening to it, you know what I mean? I see the emotion in you because uh, I, I'd be feeling the exact same thing. Because you're identifying, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then, you know, we all have our struggles and our, and our tragedies in our own lives, families, and my heart goes out to to their family, of course. Um, but beautifully put, major kudos to the to the person or persons who uh, you know made those available yeah. through us. And um, I'm thrilled as well that um, that they're going to be going to a very, very, very um, worthy father and daughter there. And let's hope, you know, that. You know, they, they get to have some fun there. Yeah. They get to see they get to see an Iowa State team that they've uh, that they clearly love and they are clearly proud of. Yeah, that uh, man, I'll never forget. You know, going to all sorts of games with my dad. You know, we went to went to Atlanta some, to some baseball games. You know, we've been to St. Louis, Kansas City when I. My 21st birthday, we went to New York and Washington and went to some baseball games. One of the best trips me and him ever went on was we went to Omaha, which went to Omaha all the time, but we went and watched the NCAA tournament there. It was actually the year that Missouri lost to Norfolk State in the first yeah. round of the tournament. as a 15-2. to And, you know, when where, where she writes about watching basketball with her dad and uh, learning about basketball like that, that hits home with me because yeah. that's the kind of stuff that, you know, everybody remembers that. And that's what made it so hard just to read through that because it just brings a lot of stuff, a lot of memories back, you know, where when you get a little bit older, you, you miss those days, you know. And 
that's really cool. I'm I'm glad that we were able to do that. And um, like I said, I hope that her and her dad have a ton of fun down in in Kansas City because that's it's going to be a lot of fun. And I hope that we get an opportunity to meet them too. Well, like you said, to be able to be a conduit for this type of kindness, somebody is offering yeah to other people, and then to get those an opportunity to allow those people to have a moment that you know it's been through a lot yeah and and get to and you know look forward to this that's amazing and what you said is true i took a lot of baseball road trips with my dad when i was a kid and you're kind of in the age where the nostalgia really hits yeah and then as you get a little bit older the nostalgia wanes a little bit just because circumstances change a little bit like i went from my dad, I remember, I did, they were taking me to games at the old Met, Red Sox games, and, and you know, at Kauffman Stadium in, in Kansas City as well. Uh, I mean, I was an infant, you know, and it was every summer. And we went, and I grew up to love it and loved it, loved it, loved it, still picked the Cubs for some stupid reason but held on to the Red Sox. And now we're to the point where it's kind of hard to take my dad. He's not very mobile anymore. We went to some games, got to take, got to go to Fenway with him. Um, those are special, special, special memories. And, you know, you just can't take them for granted. So I'm really glad that, again, somebody was so generous to, 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 to put us in a position to, yeah. to, 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 to offer this opportunity. Like I mentioned, if Blair's parents are listening or she's listening, yeah. please, you know, reach out to Chris and uh, really like the opportunity to be able to meet you guys next week down in kansas city on a on a lighter note i mean that's a light note too but uh on a different note i guess not a very good segue uh it's time for a quick word from our friends at carl chevrolet on march 12th at both both carl chevrolet locations they'll have a silverado open house to showcase the all-new redesigned 2019 chevy silverado in ankeny from 4 to 7 p.m and stewart from 4 to 6 p.m they will have product featured product and feature demonstrations test drives and product specialists available to handle all your questions about the all-new silverado they will also have special gifts gifts for their attendees raffle prizes and snacks available there's no better time to come out check out the new silverado in their warm showroom than march 12th at both locations you can follow them on facebook for more details that's carl chevrolet at exit 90 i-35 in ankeny at the rock and then Carl Chevrolet of Stewart on I-80, just west of West Des Moines. All right, Rob. Season regular season finale Saturday, Hill and Coliseum. Texas Tech coming in, looking to clinch a share of the Big 12 title. What do you think happens? I, I'm at a loss to predict any. I I can't predict anything positive at this point, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. I hope they play well enough to put themselves in it. I mean, they are overdue to kind of hit some of those open shots. I hope they put themselves in a position to where down the stretch they have a chance to go and win that game and therefore perhaps reverse the course of this tailspin. Yeah. But I'm not, I, I'm not I, confident. No, I can't, I can't pick them to win. I, just, yeah. I can't do it. Uh, thanks to everybody here at Whiskey River and Ankeny for being the home of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show. Thanks to Dine for being the presenting sponsor of the show. I don't know what our plan is for the show next week. I'm sure that'll kind of depend on what happens with the game and everything. But we'll get it all figured out next week and make sure and let everybody know. Talk to you guys again soon. You've been listening to the Mechdyne Powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.